Digitally Yours Podcast, Episode 2. Hello everyone, I'm your host Yusri Shwini and you are listening to Digitally Yours Podcast, the podcast series that brings you the aspects of digital in the North African region. In this second season, we chose to focus on e-government and civic tech through what we call the Beyond the Hype Plans. It's a reality check to process the challenges, spot opportunities, and look into the way forward. If you have ever had the chance to do a 101 journalism class or workshop, you might have heard the sentence, journalism is the first draft of our history, or to be, let's say, more faithful to how it was said at the beginning, they say journalism is their first rough draft of history. Well. I may say that a rougher draft is in nowadays very different from articles we see on the press. Every one of us, just out of their pocket, have, let's say, better tools than any journalist had in the last 20 years. And this brings us to today's topics, civic media. Not only we want to stay in the theory and know what civic media is, but we actually want to go more into depth and practical challenges and opportunities when it comes to civic media in the North African region. For that, without further ado, let me introduce my guest speaker, Nuhab El Aid, founder of Madayahdath, a civic media launched in Tunisia. So now let's start from the very beginning. Tell us the story of Madayahdath. How did you start these initiatives and why did you start it in Tunisia? Of course, you have to be in Tunisia. You know, actually in Tunisia, the media landscape is in crisis because of the lack or the absence of advertising revenue, like the situation of Miscafe. And we have chosen to launch our media to reply to the demand of citizens, exactly, of uh, Tunisian citizens, who unfortunately uh, no longer trust the mainstream media. So Medayahtad is therefore a website where information is provided by citizens, checked or verified by the journalists in 100% participatory framework. Uh, Medayahdath is available in two languages, Arabic and French, and I hope in the future in English. So Tunisian citizens participate in informing our website's visitor about the current events which take place in their cities, in particularly uh, what is happening exactly in rural areas which cannot be able uh, to be covered by conventional media. Nice. So you already spoke about the role of citizens, and I'm wondering how a citizen, let's say, and everyday user of uh, internet can actually contribute to Madayahdat. What is the process like? And is it possible? Well, of course it's possible because you're doing it, but how can you make sure that your platform is not used as a tool to propagate misinformation? In the absence in Tunisia of a journalist platform with 100% citizen contributions, apart from social media, uh, at a time where, when citizens seek to express themselves in an official way, while existing websites still announcing that the opinion delivered by citizens do not represent the opinion of the media. So, we'll allow citizens to contribute online to public debate, taking into account the ethical and professional rules of professional journalists. So, the role of the journalist is... Uh, 
as a facilitator of information and not just a contributor. This will also contribute to develop the, to develop the capacities of citizens who do not have a journalism training, but who are very active in the affair, public affairs uh, related to their local communities. Then, with the spread of fake news, we will highlight the contributions, of course, of experts in the field uh, or in any questions related to political affairs when it comes to political decisions, economic phenomena, and uh, what's important for public opinion. Perfect. So now we know how you can actually contribute and how actually your information can be checked once you submitted, let's say, to Madayahdos. For people who may not be very familiar with the Tunisian context, blogging in general or any news actually of, I would say, electronic means to to publish, whether it's like articles or uh, blog posts, etc., they are not covered by the press code. It's actually, we have uh, two degrees in Tunisia that are uh, related to everything, printing, media, etc. And one of the um, gaps in those codes is actually uh, it's actually blocking electronic media. So I was wondering, how do you see the fact that civic media in general is under or oh, is overlooked? Let's say not only underrepresented but also overlooked. How do you see it fit in the media scene, and how is it also different from let's say traditional media just going online, etc. Mm-hmm. Good question. So, its main mission are, first of all, information for citizens, then supporting freedom of expression, and, uh, of course, participatory governance, and the sharing of reliable and credible information. So, that's why the space is not just limited to opinion articles, but citizens can also send all kinds of, uh, of contributions, like interview, like, uh, uh, like video, like photo, or video coverage, or report, or, or else. So, they can send us uh, their photo of the event, uh, that's meaning photos of events that they organize, or else, photo of an action they are contesting, or any type of information that they consider useful. And what the difference that uh, we provided at the same time a training uh, program. Uh, it's not for free, but it's supported also by, by well-known institutions like universities, like association, like uh, center of training, international center of training. And uh, this training uh, program is composed of three levels. The first level is just to introduce people to uh, citizens' uh, journalism. The second one is like to, do, to be introduced, introduced to the world of journalism. And the last one, the, th- the third level, is to, be, uh, or, uh, to, to, to get access to journalism uh, school. You know, in Tunisia, we have access to, it's easy to get access to journalism schools, but all over the world, it's something very uh, difficult and you have an exam and you have some questions. And you have to prepare yourself for this exam. So that's why we want, if you want to, to make a, journal, a, qualified, a good qualified uh, journalist today, we have to train uh, to have uh, people trained for this. And we want to work in the regions, not only with with people who are interested in journalism in the capital. We want to go in Tunisia, in, in the south of Tunisia also, to work with people interested in journalism and who in the past, like they are, uh, they had their blogs and they actually they had their Facebook page and they want to share information about their uh, community with uh, the, mo- uh, the, the, the most number of people. 
Perfect. So I think for everyone interested, we will for sure, um, you can check the show notes. We will include all the uh, links you may need, actually, and you want uh, to check. Um, so let me go back a little bit to actually something you already uh, mentioned in uh, your response to the first question, which which is about starting locally. Why do you think it's so important to have initiatives related to civic media, not only start locally, but actually also grow locally and, let's say, scale at um, maybe regional, but as you said, it's very important to actually have some representation from our region. Having local civic media initiatives is more than important today. We have to encourage citizens to express themselves freely about the topic or the local topics. So in the absence in Tunisia of a journalistic platform with 100% citizen contribution, social media offer at this time to citizens the opportunity to express themselves in an official way while uh, existing websites and media still announce that the opinion delivered by citizens do not represent the opinion of the media, it's what I said uh, like two minutes ago. So we want to help this uh, the citizens to go outside social media by provo- providing an information, check it before, because that's why we want to, that journalist is working at the same time with citizens. And today we are we are talking about citizen journalism as the, as the fifth power. So uh, it's not, uh, today, for media, it's not easy to be to get access to all the events. You know, sometimes when you are talking about terrorist attack or um, or else, so uh, maybe a citizen is not there. So, but uh, I'm sorry, journalist is not there, but citizen is there. I can and he's able to take a photo or a video of the event, and then he can he's able to share it uh, to share it with the media and. Uh, what you want exactly, like if we have information for citizens, we want to share it uh, with with other media because other media for us are, are partners. Are so we want to to work with other medias in the sense to provide them with our content without using our logo. They are not obliged to to use their our logos. Okay. Yeah, we want to share with them information to confirm that we are able to to share a crit- uh, credible information and uh, an information fact-checked by citizens in reality because he's he's there where the event has taken place. Well, amazing. You know, uh, last few weeks, I personally saw so much on social media, let's say conflicts, or I won't call them conflicts, maybe class downs between like people who are usually work more online and like traditional media. I'm so happy to hear that from your perspective, it's more actually about partnerships and getting actually the information to the citizen, which is, I think, everybody's goal at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, we want to develop yeah. a partnership with uh, with association, that's meaning NGO in Tunisia or outside Tunisia, because you, know, you know some citizens are, uh, Tunisian citizens are uh, abroad, so maybe they can help us by informing us what's happening exactly in Tunisia, because they on Facebook you can find many communities today and they are talking about many things and we, as media, has not access to 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 events uh, at real time but we can we can check information on facebook but when you have a network of citizens who are active in society and they want really to talk about what's happening in their local community so it's more important that's why we want to work with any uh, any institution any association uh, any media uh, uh, so any anyone who is interested really in sharing information and sharing credible uh, information you know, if 
anyone is interested, they know how to reach you. Well, well, they can definitely find your links in the uh, show notes. So let me actually go a bit deeper on that. Um, you already spoke about like you have courses that people can take and like you have collaborations. And of course, the platform in itself is, I think, a very daily work because you always have information coming. So if we are looking into um, the rest of this uh, of 2022, but also for um, the future in general, what are the next steps? What's the future is supporting to Madayahtoth and how you are planning you know, your next move, maybe? <laughs> so today, two months since the launch or the launching of our project. So we have like more than 100 articles posted on our websites in Arabic and French, and we have more than 500, uh, 500 yeah, contributors. So we are really uh, satisfied with this uh, with this uh, result, but we have more things to realize in the future. So like, like, for example, Medayahta should be present in all the countries, namely the Arab world. Uh, we plan to export also the idea to other countries, uh, to Africa, to Europe, even to US USA. Why not? Because Medayahta is like, it's new idea and uh, there is some idea like this, but it's not like there is the conversation, for example, but the conversation, it's oriented to expert people, not to all people or ordinary people. So that's why we we we, we plan to export this idea to other countries. Um, but during this first five years, we hope training more citizen journalists in the region, in Tunisia. Um, so I say like via this opportunity, I address um, uh, the information to all uh, this podcast auditor. Uh, don't hesitate to contact us via our our website if really you want to, to join our training program or our uh, citizen journalist community or to contribute really to inform uh, us about what's happening exactly in your local uh, community or your region. Thank you, Noha. I think this is this call you had you made is a perfect note to end our episode at. Uh, for everyone listening, make sure to check our show notes. You will find how you can reach out to Nuha, but also how you can actually maybe contribute yourself as, as a citizen yourself to Madayahtoth. And if you have any comments or ideas, make sure also to check our um, uh, our podcast website, digitallyyourspodcast.com. And uh, also you can find summaries um, of this episode, but also other episodes at the uh, at the website in, in the three languages, actually, Arabic, French, and and English. Thank you so much, Noha. Thank you too. It was a pleasure to have you. you me too. Thank you. This project is brought to you by Technoloxia Group, technical partner, Wild Tunes Production. This project has been carried out in the context of the African Digital Rights Fund, provided by the collaboration on international ICT policy for Eastern and Southern Africa. Thank you.